Good morning and welcome to Mornings on Main Street for this Monday, the 25th of September. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend and ready for another incredible week. Coming up today, we are talking first off about the Bell Witch Festival happening in Adams. It kicked off yesterday afternoon with Red River Tales, but has two other pieces in the series, Smoke and spirit. So find out all about the Bell Witch Festival and the shows that you can catch in October. It is some incredible history in Robertson County. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, that Bell Witch uh, folklore has been going on now for 200 years. But hear about how you can hear those tales and so many more by visiting Adams throughout the month of October. We'll have all the information coming up for you in a few minutes. Also this morning, we are talking about the benefits of therapy. If you're kind of on the fence of maybe, you know, I may want to speak with someone, I don't know, well, why maybe this should be the time to take that step and look at maybe some of those sessions and what you can get from it. So we really highlight therapy and mental health this morning. That'll be coming up for you in a few minutes. Uh, but first, let's get a check of our headlines this morning and what you can find at MainStreetMediaTN.com. A new training campus off of Highway 231 in Bedford County will be the new home for MTSU's flight program. Groundbreaking is set for either the summer or fall of 2024 with the eventual relocation by summer or fall of 2026. MTSU's Aerospace Shelbyville announcement details the program's need for expansion and the eventual departure from the current location, which is Murfreesboro's airport. You can learn so much more about this new location, what it offers, and what it means to MTSU's long-standing flight program by going to MainStreetMediaTN.com and clicking on Murfreesboro Post. $360,000 in federal highway safety grants for the 2023-2024 fiscal year will go to eight Sumner County agencies. Now, funds will be used for the following to increase traffic safety education, public awareness, advocacy training, and then enforcement initiatives to improve driver behavior and to protect Tennessee roadways. Tennessee Highway Safety Officer Director Buddy Lewis stated that these partnerships are essential to saving lives and reducing traffic fatalities across our state. See the breakdown of where those dollars will go by going to our website, MainStreetMediaTN.com. The infamous legend of the Robertson County's Bell Witch is 200 years old. I am in Adams and it's an incredible tale. Have you heard of this tale? What is the story of the paranormal entity that terrorized the John Bell family? It's a story that ranks as one of the most famous scary tales in American folklore. I'm so sure you've heard of it. If not, Google Bell Witch. You can hear the story of the Bell Witch and others for yourself by visiting Adams over the next few weekends. Again, their Red River Tales kicked off yesterday afternoon on Sunday, but again, you have many more weeks to come and listen. The smoke and then the spirit tales. Those are two different other parts in the series. You can find the times and ticket costs by going to our website, MainStreetMediaTN.com. But stick around after the weather because we are talking to with the president 
of the group, the Spirit Collection Inc. that put this together, what you can expect over the weekend. So have all of that information for all of us coming up in a few minutes. Now let's get a check of that forecast and see what this week holds. We're turning to our friends at Tennessee Valley Weather for our forecast. Hey folks, happy Monday. Taking a quick look at your seven day forecast. See what we have in store for the big picture. Few showers today. I think that's a decent bet across the Tennessee Valley. Not necessarily going to see some crazy storms or anything like that, but rain, you know, I would probably expect at least a few showers today. I think we get a little bit of a break tomorrow. Rain chances more isolated, but then as we head towards midweek, Wednesday and into Thursday, I think the more widespread rain chances, perhaps even a storm here or there, are really ticking up. So we'll have to keep an eye on that time frame. Definitely want to bring your umbrella as we're heading through midweek Wednesday and into Thursday. Then we start tapering off, drying out towards next weekend into the first week of October, which of course we're heading into the driest portion of the year. So you really wouldn't expect very much rain. Temperatures though moderating very nicely. Temperatures consistent in the upper 70s near 80s. So hey, you know, I definitely appreciate the fact that we're not seeing those crazy mid 90s anymore. So, you know, every forecast has its silver lining. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800 room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Thomas Drugs, serving our community since the early 1900s. We're a full-service drugstore in Soda Fountain located in a building on Main Street that is on the National Register of Historic Places. We have a staff of pharmacists with over 70 years of experience and we are committed to offering the best care and service to our community. We're now offering healthcare testing and treatment with positive results, a one-stop shop. Stop by our pharmacy today or visit our website at thomasdrugs.net. He shoots and he scores! Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music, boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. I am so...
so excited this morning. People are gearing up for the Red River Tales, which kicked off yesterday on Sunday. To tell us all about what you can find in Adams, Tennessee over the next few weeks, we have Kevin Mead. He is the president of Community Spirits Incorporated. First off, Kevin, thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, of course. Okay, this really, this gets me. I love <laughs> events like this. How special is the Red River Tales and all of the next few weeks, the Bell Witch Festival, to Adams. Yeah, so, uh, you know, this started about 21 years ago. You know, earlier you met Miss Kay Bagby, uh -huh. who's the one who started all of this. And it is so important to tell the story of this area. So the mission of Community Spirit is actually to tell um, the history of the Red River and Sulphur Fork Creek areas. Um, and that's through arts and education. And so uh, in that we have stretching from Kentucky all the way down through Springfield. But Adams is where this all started because it started with Spirit, the authentic story of the Bell Witch. Uh -huh. um, and that was 21 years ago that we had that written by uh, David Alford, who is actually one of the stars of Nashville. Okay. Yeah, he is from here. Just, just on the farm over, over the way is where he grew up. Um, and then about eight years later, we had Smoke, A Ballad of the Night Riders written. And that told a story of the, uh, the tobacco wars, which is pretty, uh, it was kept under wraps for a really long time. Um, so back in the early 1900s, there was a monopoly on tobacco. And this area is known for the world's finest dark fire tobacco. Uh -huh. So if you don't know what that's used for, the entire outside of a cigar wrapper is one dark fire tobacco leaf. Yeah. So if you enjoy cigars, you can thank Robertson County and no lots of Kentucky. Um, yeah, we ship it to, you know, Italy and Spain and everywhere else. Who knew? That I is know. a great tidbit right there. Yeah. So uh, as this festival has uh, progressed, we've been able to educate, you know, I think we're upwards of probably 15,000 people over the last 21 years. Um, and we've been able to start having people come and talk to us about how the tobacco wars affected their families. Because, you know, we're just... A generation or so removed from the early 1900s and so we'll have people come out and say you know my grandfather um, was visited by the Knight Riders or my you know my great-grandfather was involved on the other side of the Knight Rider situation um, and I think it's such an important story to tell because one it's how we shape our how our community was shaped um, because this was turning you know brother against brother and farmer against farmer um, when really the, the enemy was the, the corporate greed here. Um, and I think it's such an important story to tell because if you know we don't tell the history, we're doomed to repeat it. So, 100%. yeah, so I think that if you're seeing smoke for the first time, one, it's a fiery blue, bluegrass score, which is amazing. Um, but the, the message is how do we do better? Mm -hmm. So like we're always going to have conflict. We're always going to have disagreements or struggles, but how do we best handle those? Um, and I think that smoke especially is going to show people this is, this is one way it was done mm -hmm. and change was brought from it. Mm -hmm. But maybe it wasn't the best way we could have done it. Oh, okay. And Smoke yeah. is the second in the series, correct? Yes. So, so looking at the Bell Witch Festival, yeah. you have three different series set up. Yeah. And so what happened yesterday on Sunday was the Red River Tales. Yes. Kind of go from there and following up again, you were talking about Smoke, but walk us through the next uh, the next part of the series. Absolutely. So it's Red River Tales, which is our free gift to the community. Then we have Smoke. And then we have Spirit, which is the, the story of the Bell Witch. So that's going to put the audience in the living room with the Bell family um, to 
kind of see the terror that um, the Bell Witch brought in the mid, uh, I guess it was the early 1800s. Okay. Um, and what's really cool about all of this is where you're standing right now is actually a portion of the original Bell Farm. Okay. So Where some of that torment happened. Yes, and it's actually where some of the night riding happened as okay. well. So one of the, like, the, the big things that the night riders did was blew up the Manise Thresher, which is a huge um, machine that was really pivotal to to harvesting and that was just over that road there behind the trees no kidding um, so there's a saying for the Bell Witch Ball Festival and it's in the original production of Spirit called in this place on this ground uh -huh. um, and it's because it literally happened right here where we're standing. Um, so just on the other side of that little tree line over there is the original bell farm, um, the original bell house actually. Okay. Uh, well, it's not there anymore. But. <laughs> yes, I get what you're it, was <laughs> it was a long time ago. long time ago. So Red River Tales started yesterday. Yes. How many more weekends will Red River Tales run? So Red River Tales is our free gift um, okay. to the community, and it's put on by Dr. Rick Gregory. So sorry, um, that is done now. It's done. So right. uh, so yesterday was our final uh, final and only performance of Red River Tales. Okay. Um, it's a big community event. Um, I know just in under under the theater seating we have about 350 tickets sold okay. uh, for that and That's then incredible. the grass seating is going to start filling up uh, uh, I think it filled up pretty quick so. yeah no I would say so and then walk us through the next few weekends so how many weekends can we see smoke and then going into that final bit of the series absolutely so in total the festival is five weekends okay um, so this is the first um, and then this coming Thursday Friday Saturday will be opening weekend of smoke You'll have another week to see that. Uh -huh. um, so the last week of Sept or the last Thursday, Friday, Saturday of September, and the first of October. Then we have a one-week break for our cast and crew to flip the set, uh -huh. um, and then the last two weekends of October will be Spirit. And the two Saturdays are already sold out for Spirit. Oh wow! Um, but grass seating is open. Um, but the Thursday and Friday shows are still open, I think. And you're seeing some of the area now, so you see the grass seating. You see how close it is to the stage, so it really is still incredible seating. You can still hear and see all the information coming from the stage. Head on out to one of the weekends here at, in Adams for the Bell Witch Festival over the next few weeks. You can find all of that information on their website, which at is? www.bellwitchfallfestival.com. Fantastic. Again, Kevin Mead, president of Community Spirit, Inc. We appreciate your time. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. As we talk a break. I'm going to give you a little snippet from the stage, which again, as you're seeing us, it is on a Sunday, but again, it is Monday morning for you. Again, we produced a head on this, so you can see a little snippet of Red River Tales. I'm going to send you to that right now. Still I hear him saying, John, we need John Bell, John Bell. Can you tell John include fantastic elements such as a supernatural witch which might have been they were all latched doors they were all open and every bit of the china came out of the cabinet and crashed onto the kitchen floor and as you can tell not one of them broke this is actually one of the pieces of china from the, from the cabinet someone around here telling lies what's that witch one with your daughter Tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show, October 3rd at Bridgestone Arena. Featuring performances by Kelly Clarkson, Little Big Town, Parker McCollum, Scotty McCreary, Justin Moore, Tracy Lawrence, Trace Atkins, Stephen Curtis Chapman, and many more. 
Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show. One night only. October 3rd, Bridgestone Arena. Y'all, I'm serious right now. They have a dragon here. I saw it. But no, they don't. There's no such thing as dragons. I swear, I saw it. It had huge claws. Get out of here. It had eyes as big as the moon. Come on, I'll show you. Wait up. Do you hear that? We're almost there. Whoa! I told you so. That is a dragon. At Old Hickory Credit Union, we're member-owned, not-for-profit, and eager to serve our Robertson County community. Since 1934, we have strived to provide our members with a safe, reliable place to take care of all their financial needs. From checking accounts to loans to mortgages, we're here to help. Credit unions have to constantly adapt to meet the needs of an ever-changing market. However, one constant will always remain, and that is the service we provide to our members. Stop by our Greenbrier branch today. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call to a technician that comes out and he's competent he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests and we'll always have your back. Football season is grilling season. The Big Green Egg is the perfect grill for everyone. From the backyard cook to the world's most acclaimed chefs. Stop at Tennessee Ace Hardware today and check out our large selection of Big Green Egg Grills. It's the perfect grill for any grilling need. Welcome back to Mornings on Main Street. We are visiting with licensed therapist and owner of All About Counseling and Wellness Center in Clarksville, Kristen Watson, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. You know, our conversation today is really talking about um, the benefits of therapy. And for those who may be considering therapy and not, you know, sure where to go, what to ask, who to turn to, it is a lot to consider. Being a little open with you now, a little vulnerable. I, you know, just recently started therapy in the past six months. And it's something that's really hard to do. Do you find that that is the case generally? I do. I find that people have a difficult time when talking about mental health. As much as we are trying to destigmatize it, it is something that's still looked down on or frowned on um, out there in society and in different cultures and in different jobs as well. Um, being in Clarksville around the military, it's very difficult for them to. Um, admit when they're having, these soldiers to admit when they're having issues and are needing to seek services. Um, who do I turn to? Who do I talk to? Will this get me kicked out of the military? Will I lose my financial stability? So on and so forth. So getting people to show up and getting people to talk about it comfortably is always something that we find to be a difficult thing. Is it they don't want to admit it to others or to themselves? Sometimes a little bit of both. Okay. Um, we've seen, or I've seen, my experience is um, if there's something wrong with me, if I'm not thinking right, I'm broken. I can't tell you the number of times where I've met with clients for the first time and I hear those words. I'm broken and I just need to be fixed. Um, and so we talk about what that means to be broken and where did we get that from and what evidence do we have that shows that you're broken. And then um, going through their 
first, if I see somebody at nine o'clock in the morning, so one of the things I'll do is I'll say, well, let's walk through what you've already done today to get here. What time did your alarm go off? And we'll go through, oh, you turned your alarm off. Okay. Did you get out of bed? You got out of bed. Did you get changed? Did you get dressed? Did you eat? Did you, you know, and we go through, did you do this or this or this at home? Pack up your stuff for the day. Go out to your car. Did you walk to your car? Did you unlock your car? Did you get in the car? Did you shut the car door? And so by the time I get to the point of when they're walking in the door and coming to sit on the couch, we generally have 50 to 60 things that we've already done. And I say, wow, it's nine o'clock in the morning and you've already done 50 or 60 things already this morning. You had 50 to 60 opportunities to say, I'm not coming today, and you're here. That's progress. We're not broken. We're on a journey. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful how you look at that and how maybe get them to turn that perspective. Mm -hmm. um, okay, for that first step, how do we take, and I, I'm sure this is a loaded question, how do we take the first step? Okay. Um, for some, we can talk to doctors. They might have a referral list. Um, talk to your friends. Word of mouth is good. Um, a good place that we send clients to is psychologytoday.com. Um, you can go on there and you can search for therapists by gender, by age, um, by religion, by issues that you feel that you're having, by insurances and locations and so forth. Um, and that's a really good place to start because you can read like a profile of each and every um, therapist on there and get a little bit of a better idea of this is somebody I might mesh well with. Mm -hmm. And then it's all about calling and setting up appointments. And I encourage um, new clients, make more than one appointment. Each appointment, each first initial appointment should be an interview that you're having. Um, you as the client should come in with questions for your therapist and really interview your therapist of, is this somebody I can work with? Is this somebody I feel is going to listen to me and have a good understanding of what I'm going through? Mm -hmm. And also understanding that your therapist should be interviewing you as a client as well. And when you walk out the door, just because you've come once doesn't mean you were obligated to come back again. Um, and so really advocating for yourself and the things that you need. So go to more to one therapist. <laughs> I like that suggestion. Also want to ask because in, in my head and for the longest time, you know, I may be like, well, my husband, I talked to him. You're the person I talk to or I have a friend that's a confidant. You know, I can talk to her. How is that not the same as going to a therapist? Oh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> Other than um, the license part. No, well, no, because um, when you come in here, there's no judgment in this space. You're not, ha you're not having to be worried about what you're saying to me so you don't hurt my feelings. It doesn't start a fight between us. I'm not emotionally invested in that situation. I can see a broader spectrum of the picture that you're painting for me because I'm not inside of it. So I'm unbiased by it. And when we talk to our husbands or our friends, we do this thing sometimes where we verbally ruminate with them. And what that is, is um, just talking about something over and over and over again with them. And when we do that, we're, we're reliving that moment. We're refeeling all of the feelings, but now we're, we're inviting them into it. And so we're really kind of like putting that on them. And generally our spouses or friends want to be wonderful people and they want to try to problem solve this with us. But in those moments, we're not trying to problem solve. And so it can really put a strain on those relationships. So it's okay to lean on your friends and, and your support system. Um, but if there are deeper rooted issues, coming to a therapist, somebody who's non-judgmental, non-biased, doesn't have an emotional tie to that and can 
challenge you a little bit where a loved one may not feel comfortable doing that, I would I would go that route. Quality and positive mental health, you know, I, again, it, it seems like there's been a push in the past few years to, like you said, destigmatize, um, you know, going to a therapist or, you know, really bring light to mental health and why it's so important to, you know, have good mental health. What are your thoughts on that, you know, as where we are as a society, how we can keep pushing forward to take off that stigma and, you know, continue to be a healthier version of ourselves? Um, push it and push it and push it and talk about it and be open about it. Business is inviting it in. Um, I have talked to a lot of businesses that say, well, we have an EAP company, but then you talk to their employees and they're like, oh, we do. I wasn't aware of that. And then somewhere, somewhere in a break room, you might find a flyer that's covered by other flyers that has it on there. So really making that um, a priority. I've been invited out to a company in um, Columbia several times where they've had me just go out and just have conversations with their um, employees about like burnout and when people get fired and let go or somebody's passed away that they've known and they're really proactive in that and that's something I can appreciate but it's the environment when you're there they have a lot of buy-in from their employees because their employees feel very supported by them life is freaking hard you know we all experience a loss we all experience uh i mean just a number of things that we may need the support and the help from a counselor how else can you or what else can you share maybe to kind of push us to take that first step or someone maybe listening right now that's on the fence just call. The first step is calling, signing up for, I know for us, we do, and a lot of other therapists will do like a free 15 minute um, consultation. I probably am never on there for 15 minutes, always on there for longer um, and answering questions. Um, so I come prepared with questions, ask questions. What can I expect? Mm-hmm. Um, these are things that I think that I'm dealing with. Do you have experience in dealing with these things? Um, treat it like you would anything else. Like we talked about earlier, you wouldn't go to a surgeon who's just like, let me wing it, right? <laughs> no. You would go, we ask questions, we have expectations. We need to see mental health as a bigger picture and a bigger part of our overall health and well-being than we currently do. And so just putting more of an importance on it and treating it as it's more important than what society currently does. Is there anything I haven't asked you that you would want to share? No. <laughs> Fantastic. Kristen Watson owner, licensed counselor here at All About Counseling and Wellness Center in Clarksville. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We have more coming up right after this. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Thomas Drugs, serving our community since the early 1900s. We're a full-service drugstore in Soda Fountain located in a building on Main Street that is on the National Register of Historic Places. We have a staff of pharmacists with over 70 years of experience and we are committed to offering the best care and service to our community. We're now offering healthcare testing and treatment with positive results, a one-stop shop. 
Stop by our pharmacy today or visit our website at thomasdrugs.net. He shoots, and he scores! Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music, boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. Thanks so much for joining us on this Monday. I do hope you enjoyed our show today, as I do always. Thanks so much for being here. Have a fantastic rest of your Monday, and we look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow morning.